Hey everybody, welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm uh, Mary. This is our show. Yep. We just released a new game. We sure did. For the first time in a while. It's been, what, about a month? Yeah, I guess so. We were planning on releasing it sooner and having two games out this month, but uh, because of the fire in California, everything kind of got pushed back a bit. That was fun. Not really. Not really, no. <laughs> That wasn't fun for you? You didn't enjoy that? I mean, that was like the highlight of my, of my month was uh, worrying about that and, uh, you know, repackaging stuff and paying extra money to, to ship stuff. That's how I get my jollies. What is the game that we have out? Campaign of Nations. Yes. By John Tyson. So that is a Napoleonic-era operational maneuver game, and it's doing uh, pretty well, I think. Uh, we started taking orders yesterday and already we got quite a few orders for it it's a maneuver fest it's a maneuver fest yes um i think each of those games that we've released has done better than the last one and then also has gotten people buying the previous ones yes several people did uh, pick up some of the uh, acw games that uh, while they're on sale yeah. Well, that's true. We do have uh, all of them uh, at a discounted price uh, to kind of, you know, group them together. So we're, we're really excited about that, and we're excited to be uh, back on track, as it were, because our month-to-month, uh, you know, existence as a company, you know, depends on getting games out. And if we don't get games out, then we, we have much less money. Yep. We were talking uh, this morning... Uh, that you know, the thing that really drives sales of all our games tends to be the release of a new game, even an unrelated new game. Yep. This one's this one reason why we release so many games is because then you know people look back at our catalog and pick up this thing they missed or that thing they missed, um, and that's how we kind of stay in business and manage to make this a, a full time endeavor. Um, if we were releasing far fewer games, you know, we wouldn't be able to do this uh, full time. So it's nice to get back to to it. Especially because it's, you know, because we haven't released a game in a while, it's, it's been a little slow. So it's nice to see it picking up. Definitely. Bit of, bit of a relief. And we, have a, we will have two games coming out next month. Because uh, one of the games that's supposed to come out this month, uh, Ribbit, this Mark Herman game, that's being pushed into September. And then we had the files more or less ready for the next two games. We're about to order the proofs on those. And that's uh, Meltwater by Aaron Lee Escobedo. And NATO Air Commander by Brad Smith. Both those games have a lot of buzz around them, and I don't know if that's because of the topic, because they're both games uh, where the Cold War goes hot. Now, they go hot in very different ways, and they have very different approaches to it. Meltwater is very bleak in its approach. It kind of takes the the logic, the internal logic of the Cold War, to, to its uh, logical and horrific extreme, whereas NATO Air Commander is more of you know, it's the Cold War goes hot in the '80s, so it's a very '80s style game to the point where the box cover is very '80s, and the box back, which I just finished doing uh, a couple days ago, they definitely use graphic design elements that you saw more often in the 1980s, and that maybe haven't aged as well <laughs> as some other things. But that's kind of the the fun of it. That's kind of the, the approach to it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how those two games do. Because, again, they're taking on a, a somewhat similar basic topic, but in very different ways, in very different directions. You know, you've been finishing up the rule books, and 
we're getting all those files ready, and then we can move on to a, a light, low-maintenance project like Horse and Musket Volume 3. Yeah, it's pretty light. <laughs> so the joke is that because there are 20 scenarios and we need to make sure that all the separate information is correct and we need there's a lot of layout to do and there are specific charts for each volume, it's actually probably the Horse and Musket games are our most intensive uh, projects from a production standpoint. Not so much from a development standpoint, because there are games that have had longer uh, development times that have needed more development, but it's more just getting everything, getting all the T's crossed and I's dotted. There are a lot of T's and a lot of I's. A lot. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> We're not kidding. A lot. So after Horse and Musket, we just have this Guilty Land and Sioux Line. Yeah. And okay. those should be relatively easy to put together. And I we're still so, waiting on the art for those. We've but. got a lot of stuff that we're, we've got to get ready for January and February. Yeah, and we're working. We have artists working on that stuff now. So I mean, we should be getting stuff out uh, yep. relatively soon. Though one of the things in January is probably going to be the horse and musket annual. Oh boy! So that's that's another it's another twenty scenario book for you to lay out, babe. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, it'll be right, basically right after getting done with Horace and Musket 3. We'll probably be yep. getting on that. So, But, you know, the games, people like them. They're popular. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's worth the effort. It's worth the the energy and the time. It's just, it does take a lot more energy and time than a lot of our other projects do. Yeah, but people enjoy them. So, um, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah. Now I'll say from my from my end of of the horse and musket thing, it's gotten phenomenally easier with this volume, uh, specifically because we have someone working on a vassal module, and so the vassal module uses the art from from the Hollandspiel, you know, from our game, and because of that, I'm able to create the scenario setup diagrams, the terrain diagrams, much more quickly. So I can just do it in the vassal. Yeah. Whereas previously... It takes you like five minutes. It takes me hours to do my end. It takes you five minutes. <laughs> well, it didn't. It used to take me hours because I used to have to go into Photoshop for each diagram and each tile was a different layer. So here's a wood tile, layer one, layer two, layer three. And I had to switch back and forth between that and the vassal mod with the old playtest art, which is where Sean was creating the scenarios. And because we have an older Photoshop, and because we, you know, Peter doesn't have a whole lot of processing power, it took a long time, especially once you started getting a lot of layers in a diagram, a lot of tiles, it took a long time to get them done. And so, I mean, easily I was spending 10, 11, 12 hours doing those diagrams. That's even before but checking. Now. Yeah. Now you can spend 10, 11, 12 hours doing dinosaur games. Oh, no. Okay. So. So there will be dinosaur so games. So it went to five minutes now, from down from 10, 11, 12 hours. Yeah. Or maybe 15 minutes tops. Dinosaur time. And actually, once that vassal. Dino time. <laughs> once the vassal mod is done, finalized and finished, I've just been using like a rough version of the vassal mod. Once it's done, then Sean will be able to actually make the scenarios in the in that new vassal mod and then i don't even need to do anything other than than clicking up two buttons click two buttons i have a diagram 
boom, 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 boom. It'll be like two minutes. That that'll be, you know, Dino time. <laughs> so this would be very disappointing for you because the next thing we're going to talk about is the next Table Battles expansion, and it does not Which have is dinosaurs. Not a dinosaur it, Table Battles. This is so. I, oh, I am so frustrated and just. <laughs> I will, I keep saying this, and I keep saying it because it's true, I will do the Dinosaur Table Battles game. It will happen. You know, it needs to be good. It needs to be really great. I need to be at my best. And so I'm still, I'm still, I'm still not up to that task yet. Once I get there, once my skill as a designer has has increased enough. You're saving all those hours. These are hours you can spend on dinosaur related games or i can spend those hours getting my skills to the point where i might be able to pull it off because you don't want a bad dinosaur game babe you're you're doing it so it's going to be a good game that's that's very kind of you but it it needs it needs to be it needs to be it needs to be my magnum opus needs to be my masterwork dinosaur forex that's what you should have done no oh gosh oh no no that's that's oh. dinosaur supply lines, kitty supply lines, <laughs> kitty table battles, oh. kitty shields and swords. That might make sense because you know th- th- there is a game that came out uh, not too long ago, which was Root, the Cole Whirly game, and we have it on the table. Haven't gotten to play it yet. We keep meaning to, but then things keep happening. Um, but the one problem I have with that game so far. Is that the cats are the bad guys? Yeah, that's not right. Cats are not bad guys. We need to talk to Cole about that. If you're listening, Cole, your next game, the cats should be the good guys. Which reminds me, our our game, our freebie game, is going to have cats. This Kitties. is true. Yeah, the the holiday game this year um, is a dog fighting game with cat aviators in World War One. And uh, it's very charming art from uh, Will Alhambra, and it's a card game. And what we're looking at right now, I think, is we're actually going to splurge and yeah, buy want, a bunch wanna, of decks of cards. Instead I want to get the cards, yeah. Yeah, instead of having you guys cut them out. So there actually will be like a little deck of cards there. I know it's expensive. <laughs> but hey. But well, you guys are worth it. You guys are worth it. Anyway, at a certain point a few minutes ago, I was supposed to announce a new Table Battles expansion. <laughs> gonna do that now and it doesn't have dinosaurs doesn't have dinosaurs um that's sad it (laughs) uh so the next table battles expansion is called table battles gettysburg because you know Gettysburg. what Gettysburg? no not Gettysburg. (laughs) uh because you know what this hobby needs is another gettysburg game does it? I'm 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 not sure if it does because there there are like I don't know a hundred Gettysburg games maybe not a hundred but there are a lot of Gettysburg games and it's definitely one of the the most overgamed topics in in wargaming. But it's never been table battled. It's never been table battled. This is true. I say go for it. Yeah. Well, that that's why we're going for it. Yep. But uh, I never intended to ever do a Gettysburg game. Yeah, you've always said you would never do one. Yeah. He he really he has always said he'd never do one. Because I, I just didn't see what I could contribute to it. But, you know, with table battles, I can view it through that lens. 
you know, uh, I'm able to take each of the, the little kind of battles, like little round top in that, and make them their own scenarios. But I, I always thought I would I would not do a Gettysburg game. And in fact, there was a time uh, a few years back when a publisher tried to commission me to do a Gettysburg game. Um, and I was like, no, I'm not... I don't see what I could do with Gettysburg that's, that would be new or exciting. And the publisher <laughs> said, well, I don't, I don't want just, like, Gettysburg, because everyone's you know, you're right. Everyone's seen Gettysburg. Gettysburg's, you know, been done. But what if we did Gettysburg, but with like a twist, like the Union has mechs, have like robots that they ride around in, and and the Confederates have demons, and they ride on the demons because they've enslaved the demons, and it's like that sounds like a terrible idea in very poor taste. And I just said, no, that's not something I, that I am going to do. I don't think you're ever going to see me put giant robots in, in, in a game, in a historical game. I might put dinosaurs in it. You know, if, if Mary catches me at, at, you know, at a weak moment, then, you know, there'll be, dino, be some kind of dinosaur variant. But uh, anyway, the next Table of Battles expansion is Gettysburg. And no dinosaurs. No dinosaurs. And sad, very sad. <laughs> that should be out um, sometime early next year. I think that's everything we have to talk about, so we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.